Hello and welcome back to Podcasting is Praxis. I'm David, my pronouns are he and him. I'm James, my pronouns are they and them. I'm Jamie, my pronouns are he and him. And I'm Rob, and mine are also he and him. No Alistair this week. Alistair has made the wise choice to not come on an episode where we talk about the news. Self-care is important. Correct, <laughs> yes. Um, whereas the rest of us, uh, and you listener, are going to be subjected to Britain. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Although, quite frankly, if you, I don't know quite when the statistics start kicking in, but if you want to turn off now and just have numbers Fuckstein count, then I don't care if you listen to the rest of this. Whoops knows. Anyway, let's uh, let's fucking get to it in because we've got a lot to cover here, um, news-wise. There's a few things, and then we have we have an article read, uh, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to spoil mm-hmm. who the article is by. But the, it is by a podcast favourite, so a returning champion. Do. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, 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 returning champion is definitely correct. So, uh, listen, the fact that. that- the fact that Rob started giggling there makes me think that I should do an Alistair and just nope out now. So <laughs> no, you, know, you, you, you will want to stay, I promise you. Yes. Um, okay. Right, anyway, let's hit off with the news. So I thought we'd start on education. Education, Couple education, of education. education. No education. Damn. Yes. <laughs> and, and war. <laughs> That's it. The long tone of E. We have nurseries first off. Uh-huh. So... Parents have been facing issues with getting kind of childcare at all, really, because quite often nurseries are apparently just no longer there. They just shut and don't come back, which is cool, useful, um, just just what you want when you've got work and shit to balance um, childcare around. So that's that's good. So yeah, there's been a spate of uh, closures of nurseries, and this is like actually a long term issue that's coming to bear with the general cost of living crisis wait, wait, because wait. obviously are you saying that there are long-term structurally ignored issues in the united kingdom that have n- never been properly addressed even though many flashing red warning lights were given and all of a sudden this has now erupted i c- this is incredible this never happens in the uk I where would you possibly of- get that from I-, I love the sound of roosting in the dark dark evening you know <laughs> yeah so between energy costs and food costs, because obviously nurseries have to provide food as well, um, those rising to ridiculous levels where I seen one statistic where it was like nine grand or something like that for a quarter of the energy use for one small nursery. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. people, people, there's no cap on exactly. um, on commercial premises. Correct. Yeah, yeah. So they've they've been getting like double shafted, well probably triple shafted because everyone else has been getting double shafted at the very least, but. That has also kind of started to hit in at the brick wall of the staffing crisis. There was a study done back in March this year where 30% of nurseries that were surveyed said that they were currently operating at a loss back in March. And 34% of them, yeah, back in March, yeah, with 34% of them back in March, mind, saying that they expected to in the 12 months following. So this is before shit got fucked. So that's probably much closer to 100%. I was going to say, now we can reasonably assume it's like 30% plus that 34 plus some more. So like 70, 80% of all nurseries or something? Probably, yeah. If they're not yeah. already, they will be within the next like six months. Yeah, cool. Um, um, so, yeah. 
Don't, sorry, don't, it's fine, it's fine. Just leave it, just leave it. It's fine, it's fine. Don't worry about sorry, it. Sorry, citizen, your child is too expensive. We can no longer afford to stable them. They'll have to be put down. Please line up in front of the queue for the bolt gun. <laughs> Either that or, you know, maybe take some measurements of your child and then take measurements of chimneys in the area near you and they could be a nice little earner. It's time for a new Generation X. Just let your kids, like, roam around the woods eating fucking hose pipes or whatever the fuck people are always on about on Twitter. No, just 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 strap them to yourself and use them as warmers as the cold comes in. <laughs> it is always worth remembering, by the way, that um, Westminster and the Parliament have well-subsidized childcare that I'm going to assume is not yeah. closing. Oh, well, uh, I don't know about that. Let's just assume, no, of course it's fucking not. But um, let's let's talk slightly about that. So in England, I don't have the stats for Scotland and shit. Shit's probably fucked here as well, but I don't have any of the details for it because obviously news England. Uh, three and four year olds are entitled to 15 hours of free childcare a week and quote working families okay um, are entitled to an additional 15 hours so that's all government funded right so that's like 30 hours a week right uh, if yeah. you get if you get the top up the average UK working week is what is it it's over 30 right it's somewhere um... it's like 40 odd it's like 80 if you include the commute yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's obviously nowhere near enough. And you should include the commute. Mm-hmm. Yes, you should. Uh, but obviously, that's not going to be enough. Unless, because... you, unless you're working from home, in which case, like, ha ha ha, fuck you, Alan Sugar. <laughs> <laughs> that is, every morning when I wake up, well, every evening when I wake up, well, every God knows what time of the day or night I wake up, I do, I just like, lie there and I stretch and I just say to myself, ah... I am enraging Alan Sugar. And that just mm-hmm. makes my day. That's like, mm. a, you know, start as you mean to go on. Put some yeah. spring in my step. Right. So Absolutely. I've just had a quick uh, the look best at some, the some statistics. And depending on which numbers Foxton you use, but it's like the average UK person works between 36 and 38 hours a week. So there was already between six and eight <laughs> hours of uncovered childcare, even if you got the 15 hours yeah. plus the additional working family top up. Okay. Yeah, and cool. any any hours on top of that is covered by fees. You need to pay fees, so that's like these. You don't remember, this isn't like actually like state education or anything like that. It's all private businesses. Well, if you're paying fees, I hope they're getting a degree that's worth like having. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. None of this fucking liberal arts bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Also, yeah. Unless like, your toddler is writing a fucking thesis on business or some shit, um, you're fucked up. Oh, so we are reviewing Boss Baby tonight. <laughs> my, my, uh... my, yeah, welcome to the My Little Coda uh, nursery. <laughs> what I love about the, the decades-long drive to encourage everyone should learn to code is that, like, it hasn't fucking, it hasn't done anything. Do you know what I mean? Like, what you have now is just, like, thousands upon thousands of shit coders everywhere. <laughs> and it hasn't solved, like, any of the problems for banks or whatever who all wanted to drive down their fucking wage costs. Because now, if anything, they have to pay more for the, like the three guys that know what they're doing. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like, I have uh, I have a friend who's well educated who wanted to work in international development that couldn't happen. Wanted to then well, okay, I'll do something language related translation that couldn't happen again. Oversubscription and the pays and conditions. Yeah, I was going to say. So I they said, you know what? Translation. Do not go there. It is terrible. Yeah, exactly. Just do so it badly. Were... <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so they were then like, well. I guess I can teach because I like kids and, you know, teaching is 
it's a good and it's a noble profession and I've got plenty of skills which are worth passing on. Can't get work in teaching. So guess what they're currently doing? A fucking paid course by the government in Python. Because that's absolutely... <laughs> That's absolutely what we okay. fucking need right now. Is is that perhaps you know, at, a, at a government run college that is also uh, teaching uh, uh, drywalling? <laughs> how to do drywall? Yeah. No, I, I haven't. I, haven't I asked keep them. telling you it was dry stonewall, and it's not the same thing as drywall. <laughs> Don't ask me to plaster your flat because it'll look too rural. <laughs> <laughs> but what if well, that's my grand design? Something when you were there, Jamie. See, this is great because what the government did is it sent all the people who needed to do, you know, dry stone walling certification there and they all learned to do computers. And they sent people like Jamie who, you know, clearly needed to learn how to do computers there and they all learned dry stone walling. So the system works, really. Yeah. Yeah. Though as a disclaimer, don't ask me to make a dry stone wall either because I ain't got a fucking clue. <laughs> mm. Ah, foiled. Don't, just don't ask Jamie to do any kind of work at all, really. That's <laughs> yeah, don't totally ask the yeah. of this. We're on the side of caution there. <laughs> in all seriousness like okay i think there is a policy solution here um and it's a pretty straightforward and easy one actually because with the rising costs of food i have a modest proposal that might be able to solve this solution for everyone <laughs> i do like it when i crack a joke and only rob laughs i'm like yes i'm nailing my target audience <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah if i can get back to this uh i've i've got an incredible little uh, quote here but uh, before we get to that, obviously, like I was saying, we need fees to make up the shortfall in government funding. That's the only way you can possibly do it because That's these true. are all private businesses, etc., etc. Now, here's a quote, and the, the, depending on the type of person you are, you will take different things from it. Oh, um, a Rochach quote. <laughs> the BBC's got a couple of quotes from a managing director of a nursery who says um, that. Despite raising fees twice in one year mm-hmm. and increasing the salaries of the lowest paid staff by 12.5%, they can't compete, quote, with the likes of Hermes, Amazon, just basic retail jobs who are paying these really high hourly amounts whoa. with much more <laughs> flexible hours. Whoa, whoa, oh my God. Whoa, whoa. Living oh, that the is, fucking now. That is the most <laughs> cursed quote I have heard in a long time. <laughs> I love my Amazon flexible hours. That's Amazon who just recently tried to pass off a 35 pence wage rise. Yeah, where everybody's going on strike at the moment, by the way, is solidarity. Well, yeah, yeah, frankly, yeah. frankly, that yeah. they should be grateful for that 35p, like, uh, wage rise because I bought a house for that in 1967. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, also, um, this is Amazon who, I shit you not, true story, they are seriously contemplating and worrying about the fact that they are burning through workers to the point that they will run out. As in, they will have employed all the employable people in a community and fired all the employable people in a community because they burned through them because people can only put up with Amazon's bullshit for yeah. like a fixed period of time. Like this isn't you can you can look this story up. It's actually like well, I think in Minneapolis you do realize in particular the solu- they're worried. You do realise the solution that they're gonna come up with to that is simply fitting wheels on the warehouse or some shit so they can just roll <laughs> it in and all town afterwards. No. They're not gonna learn gonna any be, actual lessons. It's gonna be getting the police like it's gonna be getting like politicians to pass a new law so when the police like raid a house on the basis of like on the basis of evidence gathered by the occupant's Roomba. That, that, you know what I mean? It's legal for the police to fucking abduct the occupants and put them into fucking like Amazon camps where they yeah. like pa- pack boxes. 
Well, I, Jamie I have is fine. A, we'll talk about we'll talk about Charles cities on another episode. I think. Oh, we will. Um, <laughs> I I have another thought though. What if we got the army in to do the Amazon work? <laughs> uh no, you're getting fuck all. Um, every single delivery somehow either stolen, broken, or both. Um, <laughs> just another note there. Hermes, the average pay rate per year is seventeen thousand. All right, just just know, to double check like, because I'm gonna be like a bougie cunt here, but this would I'm assuming that we're talking about the a delivery company and not the incredibly expensive French scarf company. Jesus Whoa. fucking Christ! Rob. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, that's that's where that is. Uh, but I not bet good, the fucking basically. I bet the scarf cunts don't get that much more. <laughs> probably not. No, no. I don't know um, what is it, but the going rate in I don't know Bangladesh or wherever they probably outsource it to. I, I don't I don't know the exchange rate of scarf to pounds. So uh, <laughs> the government obviously was approached for comment on this, and they said uh, they spent four billion a year, um, over, like each of the last five years on childcare, and wasn't aware of any issues of nurseries closing, etc. Maybe if it wasn't fucking privatised their industry, then you would have an idea. <laughs> No, but it, it's, they, had, but they do subsidies. And, and as we can see, a private market with public subsidies works great. I mean, that's true well, everywhere. Would you would you like to hear about another example of that working in education? Ooh, of course. This is, this is an article from the Times, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. Cost of learning crisis. Private school education set to top £500,000. Oh, shit. <laughs> Check on. <laughs> So the just the average cost of a boarding school education is forecast to pass half a million pounds for the first time as parents are hit with fee increases. Since 2010, schools have typically increased their fees by 3 to 5% a year. This year, they went up an average of 3%, but some jumped by 7%. Yeah. Like, just, this is... It does not cost that much to feed, clove, and, you know, teach and house, like, kids. Like, it doesn't cost half a million a year. Yeah, Sorry. but most of it is spent, like, defending themselves from woke lawsuits, I would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, there's a uh, there's a simple solution for, like, you know what I mean, like, these parents that struggle to pay half a million year, half a million a year to, for Tarquin to learn how to properly, like, fucking run the country or whatever, and it's, uh, we visit them and we admire their stuff. <laughs> ah there it is first yep. one of the episode yeah and the sad thing is jamie i'm right there with you but it'll never make it past the edit no um i, I think our comrade tts will will come in to save us for that one i think <laughs> um so according to new analysis parents will pay an average of five hundred and five thousand nine hundred and fifty five for a child to start school this year and boards from the age of seven if fees increase by 2% each year of their education. The research from the private bank Weatherby's also shows that if fees increase by 5% a year, it will cost £654,919. You would need to earn a gross salary of about 49230 to take home 37032 a year. The average cost of sending one child to boarding school per year before extras such as music lessons are added in. I couldn't follow any of that. Like that that was just a string of like numbers. It's essentially if you That's don't, the thing. All of the numbers involved in this are very large as is, is generally if you, the problem. You have to earn fifty grand pre tax 
in order to spend all that money on one yes. child going to like basic bare minimum boarding school and not so but mm -hmm. they can't play instruments or ride horses or i assume hunt the most dangerous game on the weekends yeah I no, no mandolin for you, the the child etc like none of how that. can you expect them to properly learn dressage for less than half a million a year you exactly. simply can't you exactly. simply can't i mean to be fair what you're buying with these things is is presumably also a good education because the class sizes will i i assume be small but what you're buying is access for your child mm. to be surrounded by little Tarquin so they can all fuck off and go work for the London City after after it's this. So, it's so they can live up to the ideal of growing up to be Oik, a.k.a. George Osborne. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, yeah. Oh, the, the, uh, the solution to George Osborne is if we call David Dickinson for have him appraise all this stuff. <laughs> Gemma Zoe Smith, 30, whose education advisory company, Top School and Uni, supports parents applying to private schools, said that many had remained open and were able to provide good support during the pandemic, particularly for international students, which was attractive to parents. I wonder why they could do that. So I want to pause here. What was that name again, David? Uh, top School and Uni. No, 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 no. The, the name of the person. Oh, Gemma Zoe Smith. So here's the thing. Like, so I was raised Catholic. Yeah, was, this is well known. I rejected the whole thing when I was like 10 years old, but... You know, um, I was raised Catholic. And so for me, having middle names was not unusual. Like, there's so many fucking Josephines and Marys that like, you wouldn't believe, you know. Um, Mary Josephine um, Maguli is literally a person I know. I'm not even kidding. And um, the thing is, when I kind of became an adult, I began to realize, oh, you know, middle names, that's, that's interesting because they only really come up. Like, some people have them, but they don't, you know, you don't advertise them. You don't refer to people by them, right? And Not so unless only... they shot the president. Exactly. It only really comes up in a few different circumstances. <laughs> One is a certain kind of American background, right? One is, you know, there's Catholicism going on. And the other is, it's class. And I'm going to be honest, Gemma Zoe is definitely not a traditional Catholic kind of name, and she doesn't sound particularly American either. So uh, I, I wonder I wonder what particular echelon of our society she originates from. Anyone want to care you, to take a guess? Are you saying it's middle class to have a middle name? No, I'm saying it's middle class to use it as part of your name. Like, she's not Gemma Smith. She's Gemma Zoe Smith, and it's important you know that. You, you get me? Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, let me put it this way, Jamie. Like, if you were introducing yourself, would you give your full, like, you know, any middle names you've got when you were doing that introduction? No. Rob, if you were introducing yourself, would you? Well, unless unless I was going by Jim Bob for comedy purposes. <laughs> well, you, <know. laughs> you should though. <laughs> but like, Rob, um, if you were introducing yourself to someone, would you introduce yourself with your middle names? I would take hours. <laughs> <laughs> prosecution rests <laughs> oh deal right um i'm gonna push on this because i've got some excerpts from the article of people affected by this and we all want to hear from them oh god uh, yes, of course. i'm gonna open a beer <laughs> <laughs> so many people made significant savings during the lockdowns of the last two years and this could have boosted the affordability of private education for parents who previously couldn't consider it. So it's only affordable That's because people kept their kids at home for two years and now they have, like, some money to spare. Yeah. So it hasn't yeah, made much, it more yeah. affordable. You've just created a weird bulk of savings. 
So uh, let's check in with the Trumps first, shall we? Charlotte and Ben Trump from North Dorset are preparing for the world of private school fees for their daughter. I bet daughter. they've had a fun six years. <laughs> yeah, I, so. going, I know it's just a surname. It's just a surname, but like, uh, you know, it's got the same kind of cachet. If, imagine, um, imagine being at a middle-class dinner party in the last six years and your surname's Trump. Yeah. <laughs> Must have been a it's fucking also, bloodbath. It's also like, you know, if you, if you were to meet someone with a surname Obama, right? Or you were to meet someone with a surname, say, Churchill or Hitler or like any of the, you know, it's like you're sitting there the whole time going, I know this is completely unrelated, but, and so David, I mean, unfortunately. Depends, like, if you met someone with a surname Hitler in South America, it's probably not that unrelated. <laughs> yeah, you know. We don't talk about Argentina. Or they could um, be called Eddie. You never know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Nine, so. they're boating. Um yeah. So, but I'm honestly, David, as you're talking about this, people are just sitting here picturing them both with mop blonde hair, which is just really not fair on them. No, uh, you don't need to be fair to them. You'll right, understand tell me, why. Tell me more um, about um, uh, these average normal yeah, people. They, they're preparing for the one of the private school fees for their daughter, Ottilie. <laughs> no. What? What? Like, what? like Butterly. <laughs> O-T-T-O-L-I-E. Ottilie. 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 That's Charlotte and Ben Trump and their daughter, Ottilie. So they've... they've um, Ottilie they've, sounds like an app. It does. Sh- no, that's like pure bread to get yourself into the upper class. This is just like people who want to... You know, it's like naming... It's like if you're if you're Ben and Sally and you'll name your t- child Tarquinius Sextus or something. Like, it's, it's, it has that vibe. Uh, I, I think you'll find it's pronounced bouquet. Uh, I mean, I, I think you've been very unfair on Ottilie. And um, they're probably they're probably not as like fucking badly equipped for life as like the thousands of children you have to imagine are going around called like whatever that fucking dipshit from Game of Thrones was called. <laughs> Which of the many? The fucking the dragon wifey. Classy, oh, you've got to remember though. No, you've got to remember that they didn't actually. Well, Alton didn't call the child the name. They they called the child the title. Yeah. Which is even funnier. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, so. Otley's actually eight months old at the moment. Uh, eight good months? Good fucking luck. Eight months and they're oh. preparing already because of course you need to. Both Charlotte 36 and Ben 33 went to private boarding school and as former shock. teachers have worked in them. They loved their experience so want to replicate it for Otley. Fucking hell. Yep. Wait, they we worked, feel that private they, wait, wait, schools... They, wait, wait, wait. They both worked... In boarding schools, they went in, in to, public schools. They went, yes, they went to, and then they both walked in. And yes. they looked around and thought, this yes. kind of environment that breeds, <laughs> like, psychopaths is the thing that we Rob, want to have our children in. I'm going to give you a word to look up. It's called institutionalization. Yes. <laughs> So they go on. We feel that private schools give children a very wide range of experiences and uh-huh. loads of opportunities. Yeah. It's the whole package, said Charlotte, who is now a private tutor and has launched Cubie, a maths subscription box. Sorry, how is Wait, that stop, an app stop. name? Don't you dare, <laughs> don't you dare interrupt me here. A, launched Cubie, a maths subscription box for young children. What's uh-huh. a subscription right. box? What? Are, what? 
That's when they so, send you like fucking cheese cheese on toast. Oh, that the mail. shit. So, Wait, but hang it's on. filled with math. Hang on. Also, like a box of numbers. Do you know what I mean? You can just like the magnetic ones you can put on your fridge. But Otto I have Sesame name, Street at home. But Cuby is an app. What, yes. what, just what world do we it's live in? It's not an app. It's a fucking subscription box. Apps are yeah. so old hat, man. Who, who the fuck are you like? Uh, Jeremy Renner. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't sat down and crunched the numbers, they say. But... <laughs> Well, no, because they're all upset when they got through the post. <laughs> if you crunch all the numbers, you can't send them in the boxes, and everybody just gets, gets like, yeah. number dust. That makes no sense at all. It's like one of those packages you send to a mathematician to really upset them. It's like glitter for a mathematician. <laughs> <laughs> a number bomb, if you will. Number dust is what Nick snorts at the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> Only the only the high grade seven to nines for our Nick. Oh fucking hell! Right, but it is a priority for us, so we will do what we can to make sure we can afford it. We are already saving. And then I've got next the, the next couple, Alison Rooney and her partner Andrew Withel, a chartered surveyor. Uh, her pat wait Withel. Withel, that's a normal name. Uh, that, no, that's a normal name. No, it's not. But sure, it's a normal British name. Sorry. Normal name for a normal island. Anyway, um, a child's of pay about £13,000 a year to send their 13-year-old daughter, Lucia Whittle, as a day pupil to West Home School in Blackburn. Private school had never been the plan, but once they started looking at secondary schools and visited West Home, they decided it was worth the money. Okay, so they saw, was about- they saw a BAME person and ran the, the fuck away. Hmm. Mm. Well, okay, they might have seen a charter school too and went, oh, God, we're not sending them to prison. It was about <laughs> shifting our priorities, said Rooney. We have a house that needs a lot of work, but that won't be finished for a while because the money is going into school fees. We don't get new cars and we stick to cheap and cheerful package holidays. No, we don't get new cars. Yeah. <laughs> I also like this. Like, we're, we're living in a damp tip and we can't go on holiday. But, you know, our no, daughter... No, 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 I bet they're they going on holiday. Though. I bet they're talking no, no. when they're saying the house needs a lot of work. I bet they mean, like, a second conservatory. Yeah. <laughs> also, they explicitly, Rob, they are going on holiday. They're just going on package holidays rather than... Cheap and cheerful travel. ones, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I bet you they're not going to Butlins. <laughs> Saw a guy in a vest on the plane, man. It was horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Rooney said that she did not feel as if there were many great state school options in her area and liked the smaller class sizes at West Home and that it, quote, felt like a family. What, because you live there? <laughs> that one's only a day school, so she doesn't live there. The, the, the child doesn't live so there. So she does but, still have a family. But, she, she, well, how does that feel like? A, how does that feel like a family and not a job? Because, well, because well, ah, oh, but that's the thing. That that phrasing right there—that's to equip her for when she runs her own small business, so that she can say it's just like a family. You can't unionize. <laughs> <laughs> I felt I, like my children may get lost a little bit in the system, whereas I think Lucia's school looks at children holistically. They try to find what they are good at. Oh my god. They try to find. Like, hello, officer? Officer? Um, <laughs> the, this guy in the park is looking at my child holistically. I'm very concerned. Holy fucking shit, man. <laughs> uh, he's, he's, looking at, he's looking at my child's holistic. I'm really, I'm really uncomfortable oh. with this. They try to find what they are good at and will push the boat out in that area. <laughs> um, um, 
I just don't really like the idea of, of, of this, this, this girl inheriting her parents' business and just being like, no, my family trademarked the number five 200 years ago when we still draw an income from that. <laughs> this is a different family, but yeah, that's good. Um, they are just as enthusiastic about hockey or cooking as they are academics. And there are so many experiences. I love the idea that they're going off on these adventures and seeing things I'm probably never going to see in my lifetime. That like must that be really nice back. for your child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the plan is that their son, Orin, six, no, will join no, Lucia at no. West Home, at least for secondary school, but they hope they will be able to send him sooner if they can afford to do so. Do you know, Orin is the name of the character in the Pathfinder game I run at the weekend. I'm not even joking. And it was picked to sound like a fucking reclusive academic in like a, uh, you know, Victoriana-esque kind of setting. And uh, here we fucking are. Like, ding, life ding, ding. imitates art. Rooney and a friend have started an online business called Rob and Rue, which sells British-made luxury products. British-made luxury products is the only description here. Like, I have not Googled it. I refuse to check and find out. Just luxury it's products. That's all the details it's be I've got. That's, um, no, it's laser-etched metal posters with keep calm and carry on. on <laughs> oh. Are they currently also under investigation by the Charities Commission for selling Captain Tom memorabilia? <laughs> we don't know. We can't possibly I bet if you, say. I bet if you, if you splash out on getting yourself a nice laser etcher, I bet you can make your money back overnight just selling like stupid shit to hipsters. <laughs> um, so then we've got, just to cap off the article, uh, Julie Robinson, who is the ISC chief executive, um, said that every parent wants to give their child the best start in life and many families choose to invest in an independent education for some or all of their child's schooling. Schools always try to keep fees affordable and some charge only a few thousand pounds per year. A few? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She also added that independent schools continue to widen access through transformational bursary schemes and provide £480 million pounds in means-tested fee assistance. Means-tested? Mm. Fuck off. Christ, fuck off. Yeah. So, that is, um, that, that's the education section uh, covered. So, uh, first up, rail fares. It is that time of the year where we get to find out how much the rail fares will go up next year. Is it 80%? We don't know yet because it will be tomorrow that this actually happens, but it's going to be fucking ridiculous. So normally what happens is the rate of inflation in July is the kind of setting point for it. The Mm -hmm. normal formula is inflation in July plus 1%. The inflation used is RPI, not Mm -hmm. CPI. So that's the retail price index versus the consumer price index. I'm not going to go into massive amounts of detail in this, but RPI is the one that is higher. And uh, yeah, it was 11.8% in June. So... Cool. Am I allowed to to make a prediction? Can we do that? Um, Go ahead. I think it's going to be 14%. Because I think they're going to tack on a few percent just to kind of future-proof themselves. Yeah, yeah. What what the government has said they're going to do is that this year, rather than do RPI plus one, they're going to do a below inflation rise in real fills. Oh, thank you. Really? I, I really doubt that. Well, yeah, that's the government now, not the government under Liz Truss. 
when yeah. that happens finally. So let's see if that one fucking yeah, survives. We're, the we're transition all going to get a tax cut with yeah, this but truck. Does she even know what a train is? No, she probably <laughs> doesn't. But yeah, like I said, we'll just need to wait and see whether or not that actually does track through. It probably won't. But rail fares are not the only thing that are going to be fucked. But oh, actually, one last thing to mention there is that the price rise won't actually take effect until March next year. So like we get a really good run up of knowing how fucked that's going to be for a while, mm. which is cool. But yeah, let's just wait and see what happens with that one. It will probably be fucked. Um, other things to note there is that Wales doesn't set its own price. It just, well, I think it does, but it generally just does what England does. Scotland, the government here, hasn't actually said what it's going to do at all because why would the SNP do mad shit like have policies and try to make a difference? And well, Northern uh, Ireland does its own shit. Well, the SNP have nationalised the trains, David, so I presume it will all be fine. Yes, definitely, 100%. Definitely will not be set up to fail so that the government can make money. Hmm. Anyway, uh, next thing to look at that's fucked is food. So food is um, set to go up in price to the point of a weekly shop costing an extra £10. That's £10 every fucking week, bringing the average annual cost of groceries up to £5,128. The the run-up to the the four weeks up to the 7th of August... The price of the average food shop has risen by eleven point six percent. Jesus fucking Christ! In four weeks, yes, I know. Yes, shit is fucked. And as part of this problem, um, or by the way, um, just to note, like that's that's like the average. Obviously, if you've got a pet, pet food has gone up by twenty percent. I know. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. But yeah, so that's that's pretty fucked and will only continue to get more fucked. I'm sure Rob has a million things he wants to say on this, but for the sake of time I'm not going to let him. Um, but, uh, I know, I know. Morrison's uh, has almost lost its spot as the fourth biggest supermarket and market share um, to Aldi of oh, all, of all things. Bad. like you. That's going to be bad news for yeah. the you know, investment funds that bought it for like a yeah. fucking <laughs> Oh well, never well. mind. Rest in piss. Yeah, Aldi's seen a 1.8% share, um, market share increase. Iceland, however, seen a 3% increase. And I want to talk a little bit more about Iceland because that's probably going to continue to increase because they've just launched a nationwide food loan scheme. Yeah, this is the most cursed Jesus shit. Jesus fucking Christ. So... I haven't had enough time to dig into this like fully. I've shared a, a document. I which um, was... I actually saw something about it, and I, I know how the food loan works. Oh, go ahead. But no, I, I think it's apparently going to be interest free, which is yes. like yeah. Well, yeah. This, Mr. Ambassador, it, it, you were spoiling us, etc. <laughs> it's, de- it's a deeply fucking weird scheme. So what's what happens is you can borrow between twenty five and a hundred pounds, and it's on a preloaded card, obviously, because you can't. Why, why let you spend it in other places and shit? That'd be fucked up. Uh, and oh, of course, because otherwise you'd, you'd buy cigarette and, and lobster thermidor with it or something, I assume. I, I do not have enough information on all the rules of what exactly you can fucking buy. I don't know if there is any kind of like shit in there. I have not had the chance to get a good look at it, but I did look at some other stuff within the... Uh, there was a... They did a pilot scheme. And there was a a big report done on the pilot scheme by an independent organization. And I've found a couple of little things in there that are very, mm, not so good, but we'll we'll get to that in a second. Um, 
So yeah, you, you get twenty five to hundred pounds, and you pay it back at up to ten pounds a week. And I think the APR on it is the APR on it's fucking ridiculous, obviously, but because it's for really short term loans, it's not too bad, etc. Is the line that they're pulling. Uh, but the interest on it will be gone because Iceland have decided that they 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 will pay an undisclosed sum to the CIC that runs it, which is called Fair for You. And that is going to keep the loans interest free now that they've rolled it out nationally. Wait, wait, I'm I'm confused. So there are loans. They yes. are loans. They do charge interest, but it's only because Iceland gives the money that covers the interest fee to this foundation that it's a it's it's a loan. That it's a loan without an interest rate. It's it's effectively so, effectively. Yeah. So it, what happens so, bear with me. What happens if a whole bunch of families who are already in deep trouble get sort of you know get make this part of their weekly shopping and and their budget and then Iceland all of a sudden says we're not putting that money in anymore does everybody then have to just pay the interest fees because at that point I don't know you know do, do not become addicted to water or indeed uh, uh, debit <laughs> what the fuck yeah, yeah I mean how is it supposed to work like because like they give you a hundred quid one week. Mm-hmm. And you know Jamie Oliver like scowls at you if you spend it on chicken nuggets or whatever. <laughs> but then like I mean you're shopping give... at Iceland, he's scowling at you already. <laughs> you have to give like ten pound a week back. But then what if you need another hundred pound for the next week's shopping? Yes. Um. Well, you're you're capped at the hundred pounds. So like it's just like any other fucking loan. If you can't afford to be getting the loan in the first place, then it's going to be bad for you when you need to start repaying it. Like it's as simple as that. So are we going to get yeah. like Jim Davidson on fucking on the adverts during countdown asking you to consolidate your food loans? Oh, that is shaking me, Jamie. I think I've yeah. seen a vision of the future thanks to you. Yeah. Well, like I said, they, they did a survey during the pilot and during the pilot, there was like an actual interest rate applied, although all I've seen for it was minimal um, for the amount. I don't know exactly how much, but whatever. The pilot found that 92% of people that they surveyed that used it reduced or stopped their use entirely of food banks and mm-hmm. that 71% felt less likely to fall behind on rent or other bills, which yeah, all sounds quite enough. good. And considering it's, it's interest-free, it's, it's not the worst thing. Like yeah. it, there's, there's better fucking ways that you could do shit, but it's not the worst thing. It's interest-free. If there's protections there, etc., and there's some sort of flexibility built into the, the repayments as well, then even better. But the survey I found, and I had to dig through the fucking initial document for this, targeted people who had been part of the scheme since as far back as between July and November 2021. So they had to be in the pilot and have started using it no later than November 2021. So in other words, before shit got fucked up. And this is the... This is the the rationale for it being now good enough to roll out nationally. So, yeah, I don't think it's going to be anywhere near as successful as the fucking planned because economy very different now and shit more fucked. So hmm, keep an eye on that. We'll see how that one goes. And I think, Rob, you said you wanted a a more detailed look into that one as well. Look at it in detail, yeah. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, like, on on the plus side, that 100 quid's going to get someone at, like, a half a fucking kilo of cheese or something in two weeks time <laughs> yeah that's 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 good right, and so. cheese cheese actually burns quite slowly so you could use it to heat your home it's it's very efficient <laughs> in that way 
And cheaper. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think we'll, we'll, we'll knock the news stuff in the head there. No yeah. need to yes. no need to label the points. But Yeah, it's fine. Let me put down my noose. Yeah, oh no, no. Keep a hold. Um because <laughs> it's article time. Mm. Yeah, shall we swing like like we did in the news section once again from the poorest in our societies to the people with the real problem in our society, or at least the people who mm-hmm. um, Oh no. Yeah. This is this is yet another article by fan favorite um, Helen Kerwin Taylor. Who, if you don't remember her, she's the one who wrote about the people whose butlers were fleeing and leaving dead bees on the windowsill. <laughs> so, okay, I'm glad I stuck around because I missed that last episode, um, and I did not get to be there for the bee genocide. So, uh, yes, <laughs> I'm here finally. So she's back with another look into the lives and issues um, and the solutions this time for the people, again, as I say, with the real problem in our society. Um, the article's called, it was in the Is Times... Is one of the solutions that we have a frank discussion with them all and reach an agreement about sharing their stuff. Well, it might be that they end up... <laughs> having a yard sale. And during the course of this article... Um, and can I have their stuff then? I, I, yeah, you know... Um, I'm fine with it. Sweet. <laughs> All right. So the article is called Viva Maya, Why I Splashed Out to Fast with the Super Rich. Struggling what? to diet, what? surrounded by temptation, Helen Kerwin Taylor and oh, her no. husband took drastic measures. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Fasting is in, the innest of in things, but when I read last week... <laughs> oh, my fucking Christ alive. <laughs> You're not hungry. You're just imitating the the latest fad of the rich. Yes, I mean I I fully support like that. This fucking idiot gets like paid to go on dipshit safari twice a year. Apparently. <laughs> but when I read last week that scientists were recommending no food after three p.m., I had quite the brackets reduced. No, they weren't. Laugh. When were scientists recommending this? I don't fucking know. This is probably like it's always after three p.m. somewhere. What like what? That just, just that's a fucking meaningless statement. Well, if you want meaningless, all those starvation combinations five two sixteen eight O M A D uh, that us mortals try. What? <laughs> I know what all of that means, but the only Jesus. one I know is five two. It's a thing where you eat normally for five days, and then two days you literally fast. You eat like a couple of dry crackers and drink water. Yeah, right. Run through them all, and I'll translate. Go on, repeat them again. One five two uh, is what you've just said. Sixteen eight. Okay, you basically fast for sixteen hours each day and do all your eating within an eight-hour window. And oh, mad, O M A D. Is that not is that not just called being awake? <laughs> no, um, no, only if you sleep they, for sixteen hours. They, they, <laughs> Don't judge me. Oh, <laughs> uh, mad is one meal a day. Yes, it is actually. Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, what you? Da- I told you I knew what it meant. And uh, what, yeah. what was that? Was I secretly sitting a test there? I thought or something? you were guessing. <laughs> I thought you were just well informed. No, guessing. I, I like I'm familiar with weight loss stuff. I could go even further than that, but I mean, well, you know, they do. So it gets we'll, pretty we'll, we'll silly. Get there. Um, among let's say the well-off uh, hyphens, although I really mean the very, very well-off, there is a cult of fasting too. But the easy way, namely a trip to the Maya or Lanzerhof or the Buchinger Wilhelm. Uh, what? They're different. 
they're different. Are, are you are you reading this in Dutch? Because no, I have a fucking clue what you're talking about, mate. Jamie, I know you're sitting in the in the kitchen, but can you smell toast? <laughs> These clinics would not be filled to capacity were the elite all bastions of self discipline and virtue. In fact, the, th- uh, the three top fasting clinics located in Austria, Germany, and Spain have taken over from the decadent five-star Mykonos and Ibiza hotels as the A-list summer destination. What the fuck is a fasting clinic? So, Can you right, okay. just lock we yourself in the shed? Right, okay. <laughs> let's, um, let, let's, let's actually translate Oh, I've second. been to the exclusive Fritzl clinic in Austria. <laughs> 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 on the plus side you got to spend a lot of time with your family um yeah <laughs> so um it, right in all seriousness like fasting clinic in all seriousness like okay fasting clinics is pretty much what it sends on the tin is medical observation whilst you undergo fasting now you might think who needs that and the answer is that actually there is a role for fasting clinics which is for example if you are diabetic or you have a blood sugar-related kind of disorder or another health complication. Um, I'm sure we all know someone who that could potentially apply to. If you wanted to fast in that scenario, you'd, you'd need a fasting clinic to be able to do it under medical observation. However, the rich like to do it too because, you know, being reassured that they're not fucking dying the first time they miss a meal in their life is something that, uh, you know, they basically are willing to pay through the nose for. So a doctor can literally babysit them and, you know, tell them to drink water with honey in it and at the end maybe have a light soup to ease themselves back into having, like, right, you know, stop out of their... stop spoiling the article. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I just like to be involved, do you know what I mean? It's like, if you've got all that money, what else are you going to spend it on other than stupid shit to try and feel alive? I speak with authority here, having just returned from 10 days at the Viva Meyer Clinic in Althausee, Austria, where the first guest to greet my eye, because, brackets, because why wouldn't she, was Rebel Wilson, who left an enormous comment in the red, red felt marker in the guest book, as hard to miss as a meteor hurtling towards you, saying, you guys have changed my life. Seated in the lobby was an A-list Hollywood actor, a 10-year habitué, I am told, with entourage. You know that something is in when people come all the way from LA, there were quite a few others, which is supposed to be the one place where no one eats. Okay, okay, hold on, right? Why does the why does the A-list actor get privacy, but Rebel Wilson, like, doesn't? Guess. Yeah, I mean, you can guess, but yeah, I'm... Going fast... <laughs> <laughs> oh this is gonna be good going fasting is the new skiing (laughs) (laughs) what in that if you do it badly you end up breaking your bones (laughs) (laughs) do you also need to wear like a helmet and goggles while fasting i'm not entirely sure of this but sure some of our friends seem to be permanently off to or back from one of these three clinics regular regulars visit three or four times a year when the belt gets tight again or the booze starts to manifest Uh, you know fine hey up to everybody to live their lives but you know you could just try exercising some amount of self-control so you don't have to spend time with the with the fritzel family every fucking quarter Mm. One friend clocked 12 weeks of Meyer-ing last year and was just arriving again as we left. I suspect they leave a suitcase. One box-shaped resident we met on our stay was spending three months there, 
20 days in. What shaped? Box shaped. Did they meet Mr. Strong? (laughs) (laughs) I'm also, I'm also, like, let's back up a second. You suspect they leave a suitcase. What? Do they what? Do they think you you leave a suitcase and it's magically transmuted into clean clothes by the time you come? I mean, maybe, but For I this doubt money, it somehow. Presumably, what? yes, but it's what, take so a suitcase, leave included? a suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they're just maybe they're just trying to like subtly tip like shop their neighbour to prevent. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe that's like the middle class euphemism was... for living next door to a terrorist. Oh, here he leaves the suitcase. <laughs> See, I was just—I was going in a different direction. I thought that maybe this is the Fritzel Clinic. Anyway, some guests bring that bring their full retinue of bodyguards, nannies, and children. There are villas to accommodate these sorts, as well as local airports, convenience for private jets. To be fair, there are also plenty of Magic Mountain guests suffering from illnesses such as Parkinson, diabetes, long COVID, or the aftermath of cancer treatments. This is the stuff that you were talking about, James, where it might actually mm. make some sense. Wild how long COVID is a serious issue when you're rich. Yeah. Mm. Many burnt-out corporate singletons summer here, brackets. Being alone is normal. Almost everyone buddies up. One corporate <laughs> titan we know just comes to work. It clears my head, he says. Being alone is normal. Well, we know that's, we know that's not Alan Sugar, then. Unless he clears his head entirely. (laughs) Just like turns up every day, they just like tip him upside down, like bang one of his ears. So like brain fragments come out the other side. And then he goes home and like from the plane tweets about like a video of the fucking earth being hit by a fucking comet or something. When did this happen? They they turn him upside down. They give him a solid shake. They bang his ear. Number dust falls out. And then they sell it at profit to accountants across (laughs) England. (laughs) Then there are the jet setters who have now added the Maya to their yearly tax-motivated romps between St. Moritz, the Baldies, Moscow, and London. Oh, I love a good tax-motivated romp. That's what Nick gets up to on the weekend. <laughs> yeah, so the number does this for you. Many are making up for lost pandemics time. It shows on their girth. Uh, there are many Maya, different Maya <sighs> clinics, but I won't lame all of them. Uh, basically, you're paying a thousand pounds per kilo lost, says a friend. So, what's the appeal of these mystical starvation camps where a biscuit is harder to come by than the solution to climate change? Oh, fuck uh, off. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I call it hedonic hardship. This is where you pay someone to make you suffer. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 that's not what you, where you pay someone to make you suffer. That's an entirely different thing. This is this is what showing up at the clinic and the fucking guy from Hellraiser is there. We have such sights to show you. You won't get to eat any of them, but we'll show you. But like, what the fuck? Admittedly, with <sighs> Apple TV brought into your bedroom and Barbara Sturm three hundred euro facials and post Botox, if you ask nicely, administered in some. We know the Apple TV plug in there. Just like, you know, casually. Ah, yes, Apple TV is what the rich and famous watch. We know the rich suffer less. One of the perks of wealth is the lack of discomfort. The whole reason for... (laughs) Fucking hell, like... (laughs) That is the most inane statement I think we've had in an article in a good six months. We know the rich suffer less. One of the perks of wealth is the lack of discomfort. The whole reason cold water swimming is so fashionable is because it makes us suffer. Ditto for fasting. It's also because cold water swimming is going to be an activity you can't really do in about 10 years' time. So, this, yeah. you know, get it in while you can. <laughs> or it'll be compulsory for two months of the year. <laughs> <laughs> 
deprivation. But anyway, if these if these people are desperate, like to to give away, like to lose money and suffer, I have a solution we could propose. <laughs> <laughs> deprivation and discomfort channel our inner caveman brackets who fasted because there wasn't actually any food. <laughs> okay. Uh, Fasting sends a signal to the body body that the end must be nigh. Plus, it's all about the gut. Dr. Meyer, whose portrait hangs in my doctor's office, worked out a long time ago that the gut is responsible for most things. Even dogs are fed uh, kefir yeah, the, yogurt the now. The gut did 9-11. <laughs> Even dogs are fed kefir now. That's how microbiome... Uh, that's how microbiome mad we are. Jesus fucking Christ. Sorry, even dogs are fed what? Kefir. K-E-F-I-R. It's a kind of like tangy... It's halfway between milk and what, yogurt. Sorry, what was that What was that last letter there? <laughs> I-R. There's an R in there. Ah, uh, I thought you said air. And I, I, I couldn't work out which letter you meant. Like, um, But I, I have no <laughs> idea what the fuck that is, to be fair. It's like a milk drink. It's like a sort of, sort of slightly tangy milk drink roughly speaking oh yakult then yeah it, yeah it's bio live <laughs> it, it, it's bio live but ethnic and therefore great according to the rich back to the clinic so in spring out of the blue my husband suggested we go to the viva maya in altauze together as our summer holiday i too love to go on holiday and suggest to my partner that she's too fat and could stand to lose yeah <laughs> he sounds like a keeper <laughs> he later confessed he suggested it so i would rehab again it's a much cheaper option than the Priory. Wait, what? So what? I was what? He later confessed he suggested it so I would rehab again. And the Priory Just is like a casually proper dropping an addiction re- problem. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh well, they did say earlier in the article that it was about booze as well. So it's a, yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Okay. There was also, in his case, the tight belt syndrome, which affects roughly percent seventy percent of guests. My share, which included the expensive ozone and vitamin infusions, was a few pennies. This, short- uh, this sounds like this sounds like a very happy marriage they've got. Like he thinks she's a she's a drunk and she thinks he's fat. <laughs> also, ozone infusions. Yes, you know exposure to ozone is good for you. Don't you know? Like uh, what? Well, that's why we make them photocopies. Well, that's why we made that big hole, James, so we could rub it on ourselves with the with the leftover stuff. Ah, uh, that wasn't real though, because everyone said there was going to be a hole in the ozone layer, and then there wasn't. So checkmate, liberals. <laughs> My share was a few pennies. Just short- like, just like year two thousand bug. That didn't happen either. <laughs> My share uh, was a few pennies short of four thousand pounds. My husband's was less. Again, this is for ten days, I think, or less. I can't remember. Overlooking the glorious. Give gl- me the four thousand pounds, yeah. and I will sit you in Jamie's basement. <laughs> I, I- I mean, this is a council house. It doesn't have a basement, like. Well, I mean, that's the whole point of it being a Fritzel retreat. No one thought Fritzel had a basement. House. <laughs> <laughs> Overlooking the glorious, glass clear, and warm Lake Altausee, the Viva Meyer looks like a ski chalet. It's all very airy, timber floored chic until you're ushered into the dining room, where a delightful member of staff greets you with an iPad. Many ask for a menu. There isn't one. Instead, you are brought a washed-out bowl of vegetable soup and a teaspoon. At this point, Mm. some guests flash a wad of euros and ask for the real menu. But the staff don't flinch. They don't flinch. No, they don't. (laughs) 
This doesn't happen. Like, who the fuck's paying like eight hundred fucking thousand pounds to go to some fucking like fasting clinic and then demanding cakes? Do you know what I mean? This is like the most transparent lie like anyone's ever fucking written down, and I'm I'm madder than I've ever been. <laughs> Don't think about it, Jamie. You're not meant to think about any of this. <laughs> They don't flinch when Well, you... someone has to. <laughs> no, they really don't, apparently. <laughs> also, I could thoroughly believe... I haven't had a holiday in about 14 years, you know. <laughs> I could thoroughly believe, by the way, that there are people who check into a fasting clinic and then try to bribe the staff to bring them cake. I could thoroughly believe that. Like, no. Oh, I, no, I, I, I can could... believe that, but they don't go into the dining room and go, I, well, where are my quail? Or whatever the fuck, yeah. while waving a, like a comically oversized wad of banknotes around. <laughs> Like, I, I can absolutely see, like, a fat, rich guy being sent to one of these retreats by his alcoholic wife who hates him. And, like, you know, him, him like, sidling up to one of the staff, kind of, you know, and go, listen, um, there's a little something in it for you if you can sneak in the Monster Munch or whatever. Uh, I could see that. But like Jamie says, you don't, like, the, the whole idea of, yes, let's ruin our conspicuous consumption by acting gauche in the dining room is like, oh, come on. They don't flinch when you ask for another rice cracker or even when I begged for one measly extra slice of air-dried sweet potato. You're not allowed... piss off. (laughs) You're not allowed, chime the waiters, who probably stick pins into doors at night. Three times a day, they have to... What? (laughs) What? What? Stick (laughs) stick pins into dolls at night? Yeah, because they like torturing people. Are we meant to be like... It's it's a thing. Oh, dolls? I think you said fucking doors. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I did when I translated mentally. I'm like, oh, what's, uh, what's, just, what's Dutch to confused comprehensible? As shit, like I thought that was, I thought that was like, you know, like he leaves a suitcase. I thought that was some euphemism. I wasn't like I was too like yeah. working class to fucking understand. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not you, Rob. It's the writing of this. The writing style is so bad. Like I genuinely yeah. don't know sometimes when one word is actually another one. I'll be honest. The writing feels like it's written by like a lower middle class person who desperately wants you to, you know think that they're upper the class writing, upper class adjacent the writing sounds like someone with a severely low blood sugar level well that would would <laughs> would check out um three times a day they have to explain to some absurdly spoiled person that another chewing trainer as the bread rolls are called is not going to happen there will be no substitutions <laughs> i think I have a dog. I think they have a. Chew- I think Gino has a chewing trainer, but that was from when he was a puppy. Is it so that your what jaw muscles don't atrophy during your few days? I without, think so. Yeah. Like- the Maya oh. feeds you in the morning egg or yogurt plus some bread type trainer, but at night you're on your own. What do you have to like fucking forage yourself? <laughs> <laughs> it's like fucking hunter gathering in the car park. You know what I mean. <laughs> It's like tonguing the last bit of dry roadkill on the on the drive in. Uh, no, but, I meant like just stripping the fucking tires off someone's Range Rover and just like barbecuing them. But at night you're on your own with mostly just broth. Many sleep badly because of it. Coffee is out. But don't sleep in the broth. <laughs> just lying down with your ear in a soup, going, "This is the most uncomfortable pillow I've ever used." <laughs> Coffee is out, brackets. I confessed confess to bringing my own stash. So she was, like, giving people shit who <sighs> flashed wads of euros to get some, like, crisps or something. Yeah. And then she's well, she fucking she hiding made those coffee people down up. her trousers. I really also, enjoy the fact that this is supposed to be some kind of, like, actual rehab center and she's managed to smuggle in coffee. That's great. 
<laughs> also, yeah. right, in all in all seriousness here, like coffee isn't calorific if you take it black. And on top of that, it's like it, it doesn't contrary to popular belief, like it doesn't fuck up you going cold turkey from like heroin or alcohol if you drink coffee. If anything, it actually helps. Yeah, so no. why would it I don't understand that. But, Maybe, because well, if it's a rehab centre and she's managed to smuggle something in that she's not supposed to have, otherwise why would she phrase it as that? Then that's a bit of a worrying fucking situation. Well, yeah, but she phrased it like that to sound cool. Do you know what I mean? Because again, this is something else she's just made up. Like, <laughs> it, it's you know how you have like the fucking you have like the uh, what's the two voices you have in English? You have like the passive voice and the fucking mm-hmm. active, active, active voice. And like British journalists have the sort of like fabrication voice. <laughs> which is like you know what I mean where just everything they fucking write is just some bullshit that they it's like it's like you ever seen like a thing in the paper where they go on about like fucking oh young kids today like this is the one I actually saw years and years ago like fucking kids today can't learn to drive properly um, and like some guys have revealed some driving instructor like driving instructor has revealed the hilarious gaffes that kids today make including one girl who insisted the mirror was for putting on your makeup and it's like yeah okay like that that didn't fucking happen, did it? Maybe someone, like, maybe you asked someone, what do you think the mirror's for? And they went, well, putting on your makeup. <laughs> and then you just, like, lied to the papers to make it sound stupider than it was. Also, because, a thousand like, to one, if that was an actual thing, some woman learning to drive 50 years ago would have done the same thing or made the same joke. So it's it's entirely oh, yeah. fucking irrelevant. Also, also so you're, you're basically saying it's active, passive, and fabricant, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's called received pretending, actually. <laughs> During the day, guests are fed laxative salts and appetite-suppressing base powders, followed by a 15-minute stomach massage slash doctor's appointment. Then they are given an ever-changing hourly schedule. <laughs> Hang on, fucking record scratch. Yeah. Is the doctor giving you the, like, the stomach massage? Or, or like, did you have one team doing that while the doctor's at the other end asking you, like, when was the last time you fucking stubbed your toe or some shit? Uh, uh, well, there's a there's a forward slash between stu- between massage and doctor's appointment, so it's fifty minutes stomach massage slash doctor's appointment. Okay, but this idiot can't write to save a life, so like they are given ever changing hourly schedules of detox enhancing activities, some of which seem utterly pointless, such as foot baths that instantly instantly turn the water brown with impurities. I genuinely remember these from like years ago when I used to stay up a lot in the middle of the night and get very drunk and I'd watch infomercials and that was one of them. Um, on the plus yeah. side, <laughs> there, there was a play. There was briefly a place around here that did that shit. Yeah, and so unsurprisingly, it like fuck it just disappeared without a trace. It was that, and I think the thing where the fucking like fish, the fish bite thing, you yeah, or whatever, yeah, which they had to get rid of because it ended up being a massive vector for disease. Yeah, <laughs> uh, who would have guessed? On on the plus side, Marcus, the cult osteopath, <laughs> relieved. <laughs> <laughs> Relieved one guest's chronic tennis elbow in less than two minutes. Just fucking tuck it off at the at the shoulder. <laughs> yeah, just severed the nerve. Look, no pain. I really like the idea of that this is actually like a fully like Roman mask cult, and that they have an official cult osteopath. 
Yeah. The guy's and there with like a sacrificial dagger and he just like fucking, do you know what I mean? Where's it oh, hurt no, I just, the shoulder? Just, <coughs> Take two sips of this and call me in the morning. <laughs> they're in they're in like full robe and get up and like the choir singing Dormy, you know, in the background while one of them's just giving a stomach massage and going, so your, your knee's been bothering you, has it? Just like... You know. <laughs> Also, I'm just obsessed with this idea of a stomach massage as like a routine thing. Just like, is it like when you, is it like with a cow, we stick their hand down their throat or something? Like, I think it's cow? like uh, the no, cow. No, it's like with a dog where they just flip you on your back and rub your tummy. <laughs> <laughs> who's a good who's boy? A good, who's <laughs> a good waste of space? Who's a good person with more money than sense? It's you. Yes, it's you. It's either that or they pick you up like they're decorating a cake and just try and squeeze all the shite out one end. <laughs> <laughs> is 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 it somehow related to like leaving a suitcase like you know you, know, you pack a suitcase you like squeeze oh. it down in summer you walk around and swim in the lake the best part is lounging on the deck chairs comparing and contrasting treatments and complaining <laughs> this is a very British it's holiday. a holiday for rich british people yes. right okay <laughs> when you do your what a doubt that's w a w h a a a t question mark question mark three exclamation marks by some of the treatment costs newbies know not newbies know nothing and so do everything habitues the majority know why they're here to not eat and relax brackets the proximity to doctors is a big plus too she's a huge fan of parentheses it's so fucking annoying to read at this they are i don't like this this use of the word habitue so often that's Mm. clearly just a fucking choice way of saying i am a total fucking rube it's how you it's honestly she just wrote regulars and then did right click synonyms and then probably she ended up (laughs) there like it's that (laughs) Purging your gut with magnesium citrate and colonics is a big part too, as is eating nutritious mush-like oh. food, uh, parentheses, supposedly to relieve the burden of digestion, and laboriously chewing on cardboard breads to stimulate saliva. Part of the Maya... <laughs> Part of the Maya logic is that we all eat too much acid, parentheses, sugar, processed foods, seed oils, and the process... Oh, piss off. (laughs) And the process shifts our ecosystem back to alkaline, bringing inflammation down. Oh, God, all fucking mighty. I love my own personal ecosystem. Like, the way the little lambs gamble across the, you know, lawns that roll within me, beneath which there's a deep substrate of rich soil. Like, I love the ecosystem system that is me yeah but what mm. if your soil becomes too acidic james oh and the, the you know the lambs don't gamble as much and that's a real fucking problem rob <laughs> yeah have you considered spending four thousand quid to get the lambs in your stomach back to gambling you'll be surprised to hear that my answer is no <laughs> as someone who has lingering long covid i am sure i can feel the effect in my joints my husband, meanwhile, is 12 pounds lighter. He voiced his complaints, parentheses, not least about the billing system, comma, which was shrouded in mystery, though there was a computer manu- manufacturer, though there was a computer malfactor. Sorry, <laughs> this was 10 days, right? Yeah. I That's think, all water weight. Fuck off. <laughs> like, you, you can't lose 12 pounds in 10 days. No. Like, in any not way of, that not is of body fat. That is- no, no, you can't. That is, that is water weight or cancer, and that's basically it. <laughs> yeah. All right, let me try to read this fucking sentence Maybe again. he just left his suitcase, you don't know. 
<laughs> he was stepping on the scales every morning with his suitcase and then left it at the clinic and what do you know he's 12 pounds lighter sure he voiced his complaints parentheses open not least about the billing system comma which was shrouded in misery comma though there was a computer malfunction comma to be fair at parentheses close comma but three weeks later he looks <laughs> like a new man <laughs> I do oh. like the idea of these people just being fucking ripped off by a billing system shrouded in mystery. <laughs> That's very <Yeah>. good. <laughs> he plans to fast every few months, semicolon. We'll see. I like the idea that like he's come out three weeks later looks like a new man, as if she's not just gotten out, she's had the first bit of chocolate she's had in three months and everything's fucking brilliant again. Yeah, yeah, everything sort of snaps back into Technicolor. Like, <laughs> D- David, David, again, ten days. Like, if I it know. was three months, then you'd be like, weeks, okay, sorry, maybe. I meant weeks, but yeah, like, yeah, just honestly fucking ridiculous. Shut up. The rehab aspect worked its magic. My, and no explanation given, my doctor also took me off anti Disorder in half. <laughs> my doctor also took me off antihistamines parentheses which almost all long coviders are put are put on yes we could have done good (laughs) the 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 diet doctor um from the basement fucking (laughs) joseph shipman decided that i shouldn't actually be on the things that my gp told me to be on (laughs) great yeah, yes, we could have done this at home for free, but I am six decades on this earth and I have only once managed a week without chocolate or coffee, parentheses, never, ever again. You could just do that. Like, I don't know. Like, you know, I like a cup of coffee as much as the next person, but like, I don't know. You know, you can give up coffee and chocolate or whatever. And yeah, you'll be irritable and feel like, you know, arsy about it, but it is something within your power to do. Yeah, you like, could also, like, do I, that and, like, get 4,000 quid out of your account and just put it on the table. And then every time you're arsy about not having a cup of coffee, just stare at it for a while. Like, that's... You could just hire a bear that eats money. <laughs> <laughs> Pay Jamie to come round your house and any time you go to make a coffee, he just, like, smacks you in the back of the head. It'd be a better use of the money. Yeah. Yeah. You could you can oh, even yeah. sit on a deck a chair and complain about right it. right next to the kettle. Yeah. Hi. Or next it's, time, it's better if, than like it's better than taking a private jet to like fucking Austria, so that you can like you know use a makeshift spear to pick the fucking remain <laughs> the bones of children out the grill of somebody's Tesla <laughs> because you're hungry at two o'clock in the morning or whatever the fuck they're doing. You could also look. This is entirely voluntary, but every time if you want to fast for a week, and every time you grab that piece of chocolate, you sub an extra time to the to the top tier of our Patreon. That's very possible, and we would, in fact, encourage you to do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so up to the top tier of the Patreon, and I will personally tell you to stop eating Mars bars. Yeah. Yeah. You could just personally give me three grand, and I'll just tell you it, nothing fucking matters. Just do what you want. <laughs> <laughs> and just it's free yourself from, like, the fucking insane, like, pressures that you've put upon yourself for no earthly reason. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, my husband's, like, fucking, like, Four pounds overweight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and if you pay me another three grand on top, then I will once a month pop by and give you one square of chocolate and a very bad cup of coffee. Because, you know, I'm a Mm. nice guy. I mean, excluding travel costs, hotel costs, you know, there's a few ancillary things in my mystery billing system that will never become clear to you. 
And it'll be, you'll feel right at home. It'll be on a small plate and everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the fucking billing system, but that's really, like, how are any of these motherfuckers who are like, yeah, sure, I'll go and do this kind of daft bullshit. How many of them have never been to a fucking restaurant where there's no prices on the menu? Like, they know how this works. You go somewhere, there's no prices made available to you, and you're fucking fleeced. Yeah, and it's also like, if you have to ask, you do not belong there, like... Exactly, yeah. yeah. That's why none of them ever ask. That's (laughs) like, you know what I mean? Oh, if you have to ask, it's too expensive for you. That's like fucking, do you know what I mean? That's part of the scam. Yeah, it's up there with one of the greatest fucking con jobs of all time, is that system. It's very good. <laughs> I get... <clears throat> Sorry, give me a second. <clears throat> I can skip meals easily, but it's not the same. All you really do at the Maya is float around in the bathrobe, a water jug super glued to your hand. The powders are... You can do that at home. <laughs> that... That sounds like something out of a Saw film. Do you know what I mean? Like fucking about in a, in a, in a fucking like dressing gown with a, a bottle of water super glued to your hand. If you spill any, someone fucking shoots you from the next room. <laughs> it's like what, what's the name of the villain again? Jig face or something? Jigsaw? Um, yeah, Jig face. That's his name. <laughs> it's like Jig face gives you. He's one. got dancing eyebrows. <laughs> it's, it's amazing like, what that Cadbury's kid went on to do, isn't it? <laughs> oh fuck! Right, okay. The powders are lobotomizing, as are the treatments. Such will do a, that. As are the treatments such as Watsu, where a skilled practitioner basically rebirths you in a warm swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> So we've talked it we've the talked fucking, about inflation. The, that is that is the best ever use of the phrase skilled practitioner that I have ever fucking heard, man. Ten out of ten, no fucking notes. It's a shame Seb hasn't been back on this podcast. We talked about inflation at the first part of it, and now we're talking about unbirthing. Fantastic. Oh no. <laughs> that one's for you, Kate. <laughs> If calm were easy to achieve, there would be no need for clinics or spas. What spark. were easy to achieve? <laughs> I heard it too. <laughs> if calm were easy to achieve, ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus fucking Christ! There would be no need for clinics or spas. My ability to endure infuriating tasks, comma, like calling the same service provider every day until he replies, it is much better. So all it takes... Oh, that's that's struggling to get the guy to turn up to take the bees away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, Jamie, the next time you're ringing British Gas and getting really frustrated because they just put in magic numbers at whatever they want... Yeah, what I need to do is get a skilled practitioner to ram me up a fan. Uh, I feel less annoyed by the whole music already. (laughs) We we both look radiant. Parentheses. Everyone says so. (laughs) The Viva Maya is Saint Moritz skiing expensive, but unlike most alcohol and food-packed summer holidays, this one keeps on giving. Incredible. That's it. That's that's your t- that's yet another tour of the. 
The lights of the really struggling me. Fucking hell, man. It's um, <laughs> it's good to know that as like you know, these assholes are destroying society and like ruining everything about us. They are in fact just the most feckless people. It's, it's great, cons- isn't it? Like impossible it's so good. to imagine. It's and also it's I mean so good. It's not uncommon because like you see this throughout like a bunch of ages where like. The react that that at some point the rich just start demanding to be like beaten and fed poorly while they are being very rich. It's like the fucking Kellogg's thing in America, and the you know the guy who invented the cornflakes, who was like the anti masturbation oh, right. yeah, guy, the fucking yeah, the cornflake anti wanking mitts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fuck he was doing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so by the way, if you're wondering where the money comes from, um, he she is married to like a really high level um, uh... warlock. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking Mason. Ba- that was what was in my executive. head. So, uh, banking ah, executive. yeah, we were both He's right. a hedge fund guy. <laughs> cool, he is. Cool, he is. All right, so uh, I don't have comment people. or commentary yet. I think we've 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 had enough of uh, of the comment. I think, uh, but yeah, that's oh, absolutely, awesome. yeah. Yeah, that is us for this week. That was a very special trip. Like, um, you know, I, I, I fucking I, wants I, to be for four grand. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I kind of a, a part of me wonders as the oceans rise and like our world is on fire, and you know we we descend into the hellscape. What are these guys gonna do? I'm like, sure they'll find a dressing gown in a jug of water somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> But it's just like, you know, like the, the ultra billionaires have got their plans for their fucking vaults where, you know, day one they're going to be murked by their security guards and, uh, you know, that's that. But what about these guys? Like, what the fuck are they going to do with themselves, you this, know? This is their plan. They're, they're training their bodies um, so that they can be, you know, fasted and unbuffed or whatever the fuck. Cutting that, around the wasteland in, the... like, sackcloth with a jug of dust glued <laughs> in one hand. Yeah. But I'm looking just, fabulous I'm while pictur- doing it. I'm just, I'm just picturing Tarquin kind of asking, uh, where's the person to rub my belly as, like, you know, the <laughs> mountains burn in the background sort of thing? Some crow motherfucker just taking his head clean off. She, by the way, this is, I mean, we're not going to do all of it, but she has, like, an incredible raw roll call of articles. Let me read you just a few titles before we leave. This is all just in oh, the yes, oh, go on. Te- teasers for future, Rob. I sent my dog to an A-list boarding school. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, can you read that now? Please. Please. I know we're going long, but could we? Could we do it as a little treat? Let me see just how long it is. Treat. Let me see how long it is. If it's very long, we're obviously not doing it. No, this is long. Jesus, this is very long. Yeah, perfect. Let's do it. No. I am here for that. <laughs> oh, you can't. Oh, come on. You can't. You can't tease us with that. No, you can. But do do give us some more titles. Um, class and stuff. My Notting Hill set see themselves in Parasite. <laughs> <laughs> How long's that one? <laughs> We're not reading another fucking article. Just go through the list of titles. <laughs> yeah, man. yeah, no, we're not, we're not. But <laughs> um, shocked by Boris Johnson's flat refurb, don't be. It's easy to blow ninety thousand pounds. And I'll just. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I was just thinking that. Like I've done that twice this week. Well, I'll just read you the first <laughs> sentence. When my husband and I received the bill for a pair of interlined silk cream curtains from some rarefied designer, we almost fainted. <laughs> 
<laughs> then there is mice exclamation mark cracks exclamation mark life with the super rich neighbors who can't stop digging <laughs> uh. <laughs> so yeah i think <laughs> um oh pippa middleton welcome to the life of the chelsea hedge funder's wife uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a what, so this is the last one that will stop what a bo- <laughs> what a, <laughs> Rob, Rob do you need to copy and paste it to me and I'll read it no, I can do <laughs> Come what, on, son. What a bonus really does for your marriage. Anyway, that's future content, presumably. <laughs> yeah, let's just do a podcast about her instead. <laughs> you know what I mean? we, may, we may end up doing one, I'm not kidding. <laughs> No, I meant like just you know we'll just pivot the entire the entire operation. No more cultural committees. No more no more of this other shit. It's now entirely about like insane hedge fund wife. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, you can get more episodes. We've just released our bonus in which we did a cultural committee on a good film. Uh, that is out now on patreon.com forward slash praxiscast. We have uh, the stream, which may be going ahead this week, but if not, it's usually Thursdays. That's twitch.tv forward slash Praxiscast. Look forward to um, a, a possible big collaboration thing happening on the streams sometime soon as well. And you can get merch at praxiscast.tmail.com, uh, T-shirts, vests, whichever takes your fancy, you can get it all there. And you should also listen to Peace at Home, the podcast that features Jamie, but also features music by Jordan. Yeah, we're coming up on 12 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> First button I could find, sorry. Um, yeah, also um, look out for an episode we have coming up uh, with three of the cast of Com Radio, and uh, we'll be doing a joint production with them. One episode in our feed, one episode on theirs. So look forward to that. That'll be out in the near future as well. And yeah, that's that's all we've got. And we'll catch you later on. Bye. Bye. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Find out you go. Bye.